Lose 50 kilos and fulfill your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any big goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Yes, welcome to Radio Chaser. A bit of a late start here, some technical issues. Um, look, if you ever find yourself presenting a radio show, the thing to do is to turn the desk on oh. when you go to air. My name is Dom Knight, and I'm vaguely remembering how to panel a radio show. Zoe Norton Lodge is here. Andrew Hansen is here. So much to talk about so uh, coming up. So much. Justin Hems wants Sydney open 24 hours. What, does he own a whole bunch of pubs or something? But first, everyone's talking batchy, Zoe. They are. Are you sure you don't want to redux our segment from yesterday, Biggest Stuff Up at Work, Dom? Yeah, look, this this is certainly in the in the category. Uh, along with the, the, when you say the desk, you know, you have to turn the desk on. <laughs> that, that's that enormous spaceship thing right yeah. in front of you that you're in front of every yeah. day. Yeah, it has a big about, right? on button and you press on and then you're off, right? There's about 120 buttons in front of me and there's one that actually makes this desk broadcast across Sydney. Did you and go I, to radio school, Dom? I didn't did go to radio. I'm self-taught. Oh, really? I'm self-taught. Oh, no, never look, know. our you beloved know. producer okay. Lee's away today. We hope he gets his voice back. He doesn't actually need it to panel the show. He could be here with laryngitis, but apparently, oh no, I'm too sick to be in. <laughs> so your poor old Dom is pushing don't, the buttons don't today. Don't put it on Lee, mate. You're the one who didn't switch on the desk yep. with the, the big on button. But do let's keep talking about it. No, no, we, we, look, Bachelor. Okay, all right, Bachelor. Let's move on. But let's move on to now. Have you been watching, as we discussed as our homework, have you all watched The Bachelor? Is it just me again? It's just uh, you again. I'm just so again. sorry. I've, I've, got, I've been doing things like living. Oh, right. Okay, well, I mean, if you're not watching The Bachelor, you are actually not living, so that's a mistake you made right there. <laughs> oh. But um, look, so the, the, the Bachelor, there's been a bit of controversy um, going on. He's been in the papers um Today, because I'm not sure if you'd know this, but he's um, an astrophysicist. So every time he meets a new lady, he says, you know, hello, my name's Matt. I'm an astrophysicist. And it's quite a, a sexy job, don't you think? Do they run whenever he says astrophysicist? Or is it because everyone likes Brian Cox, that guy, he's so good looking? Oh, no, I think it's a very sexy job looking at the stars, science sounds. It sounds smart, oh, don't you think? Actually, that mm. is romantic, gazing out at the cosmos and yeah. Yeah, being a dreamer, but yet sexy. That's right. It's certainly more romantic uh, than something that's come out in the press um, today, which is that um, he's apparently been or been accused of working for a bank. Oh. So, so how does an astrophysicist work for a bank? So I can't get my head around it. What's the link between between the two? Oh, look, you know, money, stars, space. Mm. I mean, I don't understand either either money or stars. So I think that, you know, that's the link, that they're both it's, impenetrable it's, it's, concepts. He's not working for one of the naughty banks that's been busted for dealing with dead people, is he? Oh, uh, look, I don't know. I think he might have been, actually. Is it? Is it? CBA or NAB. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a NAB man, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, mm. so... No, no, but, Dommy, don't, 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 they're quite possibly one of our sponsors. I'd be very careful uh, m- mentioning. That is true. That's true. <laughs> the we, excellent we love... work that the NAB people do. We love the NAB people. But you know what? Like, he has been, he's been saying, look, you know, it's not really fair. I don't really do much work with them, blah, blah, blah. But, like, in a recent turn of events, he's decided to kind of lean in and try to sort of make banking um, sexy. And so we've got a little bit of a preview of tonight's episode, actually. Bachelor Matt, are you ready to meet your next potential match? Oh, am I ever, Osha? Hi, I'm Jenny. Oh, sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. Ah, uh, Jenny, are you a house deposit? Sorry, what? Because I have a lot of interest in you. Ah, uh, wow, okay. 
Um, I'm just really looking for the right person, you know? Oh, same, same. I'm, I'm lonely, as in loan, as in bank loan. Get it? Yeah, um, I, I get it. Right, you must be rich with those assets. <laughs> um, I, I have to... Wait, just, oh, wait, wait, Jenny, wait. I want to make a long-term deposit in you and then a withdrawal. Right, deposit, withdrawal, deposit, withdrawal. Oh, I am about to liquidate. Oh! Oh, I'm spent. Mm. Osha, where's the next lady? I'm so sorry. All the ladies fled in a helicopter to find personal trainers instead. Oh. Radio Chaser on Triple M. Hey, Dommy, um, you, you know how there's always these sad stories in the news about like ma- mass extinctions. You know, we keep losing our indigenous creatures. Like yeah. the indigenous rat went extinct on, on an island off there. It's, it's very sad, isn't it? But a bit of good news in Australian wildlife. Uh, they've spotted another Yowie. Yeah, this is in the news. This is news today. I mean, I'm really excited. So at least the Yowie's not extinct. What, what um, are Yowies again? I, I just remember them in, in chocolate form. Well, you've tried the Cadbury Yowie. Yeah. It's similar, but it's uh, alive and like seven feet tall and and kind of hairy. I get, look, it's hard to know because only very, very blurry photos of them exist. And they've kind of gone to the modern day equivalent of the blurry photo with this Yowie. It appears on Google Maps Street View, which is (laughs) like, that's today's version of the (laughs) blurry Loch Ness. Type. And just to be clear, Bigfoot. Dom wasn't walking around that street at that time. Well, this he? is my, my, my worry, Zoe. Is it, Dommy, have you been to the Gold Coast over the weekend? Cause, no. Cause there, this big shaggy creature was spotted in the, uh, in the forest. No, that was... If you, look, if anyone reports a Yowie in the inner west of Sydney, I mean, probably me, but no, not in the Gold Coast. Uh, Do you know, it yeah. explains quite a lot. Like, for a Yowie, you're quite good at panelling radio. <laughs> Yeah, by Yowie standards, yeah. which is very, very low. These giant paws of mine, it is hard to push the right button. Are we going to talk about that throughout the whole show? I stuffed I think, up yeah, the start think, of the show. I think your radio stuff up is a great thing. Yeah, yeah. Our know, Yowie panellist here. Now, I should tell you more about the Yowie. First of all, like these things, are they're obviously real because there are recordings of them. Let's just listen to one recording uh, of, of what is apparently a Yowie making these noises. Actually, that might have been me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it does sound like you early in the morning before your first coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, now, that was recorded by, there is a group called uh, the Australian Yowie Research <laughs> Organisation. It's on Facebook and its page is verified with a tick um, and it describes itself as the world's number one Yowie research organisation. Hey, I mean, but you know what I feel sorry for? The number two. <laughs> and, and the number two and the number 23. I mean, they're doing really badly. <laughs> this is like a, an Australian Yeti, isn't it? It's like kind of it a is, or weird... Bigfoot, or an Australian yeah. Sasquatch, or something like that. Uh, and, and this latest sighting, well, the, you know, the Daily Mail interviewed uh, the, the, a guy who they say is a Yowie expert. Now, that is a, quite an achievement to be an expert in something that doesn't exist. And, and <laughs> it's not as if you can study it, is, is it? Like, I don't know how this guy can look at his well, Yowie. Maybe he's got a degree in fiction. Well, he, <laughs> he said, so he's posted this Yowie on Facebook and it's got wonderful comments. Like one person has posted, on closer view, I can almost make out facial features. Oh, so it's a, it is dumb. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, almost. Yeah, yeah. Say almost. On close inspection, I can almost make out yeah, facial that, that's, features. That's on exactly dumb. the same as my, saying, yeah. I, I cannot see facial features. Yeah. 
<laughs> if, you, if you can almost see them, then yeah. you can't see them. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, I look, I just want to have a, a listen, though. Like, we heard those yowie noises before. Let's just listen to some other noises posted by the same research group and, and compare the two. Yeah, that's when I sing the Psycho soundtrack. Was that, or is that, <laughs> that you after your coffee, Dommy? It's a little bit different, isn't it? I find it hard to believe this is the same thing. Uh, look, anyway, it's on the Gold Coast, so I'd just like to say be careful if you are travelling to the Gold Coast. Mr Harrison, the Yowie expert, said that the Gold Coast was a common place for Yowies. Um, oh, it's also on. a common place for methamphetamine, it is, but they, I'm sure the two are not related. No, no, it's not a Yowie. It's a Tooley. <laughs> Finally! The lockout law inquiry is going on. People are trying to work out whether we actually want to make Sydney interesting again by getting rid of them. But a lot of debate's going on. Justin Justin Hemmies, who owns Merivale, that massive chain with dozens of pubs and restaurants and hotels and everything, he's written an op-ed for the telly today. Guess what he thinks we should do with the lockout laws? Um, does he think that our pubs should be open a lot? Yeah, funny thing, Andrew. He's in favour of Sydney becoming a 24-hour city and just oh, being open why. all the time. I mean, That's I actually agree with him, but it's, look, it does align with his business interests. He reckons we should be more like Tokyo or London. Just just, just go, go, go all the time. Nothing closes as like a global city. That's what he thinks. It's just like, can we have something in between things never being open <laughs> and always being open? Like, I feel like there's a a damn middle ground that we could explore here. I'm just, look, I know I'm not part of the inquiry, but is there something in between? No, look, stop being a bloody moderate. You've got to, it's got to be all or nothing. We live in 2019, okay? It's the age of extremes. It's got to be open 24 hours a day. And in fact, it's funny you should say, because the city of Sydney is actually behind uh, Justin's idea to have businesses open 24 hours a day. They've actually got a new ad that reveals the thinking behind it. A message from the city of Sydney. It's good news for Sydney. After years of being shut down like a scene from a zombie apocalypse movie, Sydney businesses will now be open 24 hours a day. I'm enjoying this date. Darling Harbour was fun. Yeah, you want to move on to George Street? Sure. How do we get there? Um, map says we walk 1.4 kilometres to St James Station, then catch the 468 bus to Surrey Hills, then walk 3.9 kilometres to avoid the light rail works, then we catch the 496 bus... We're opening Sydney 24 hours, because we've realised that that's how long it takes to get anywhere. Then we change at Strathfield, bearing in mind buses replace trains all the way to Deniston. Ah, screw it. I'm just going to go home. Written and authorised by a man stuck on the 601 from Kellyville to Rouse Hill. I don't know why I'm talking this fast, because I'll be on this bus for a very long time. Radio Chaser, oh. Triple M. Now, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I like to make a little getaway every so often. Go to a cheeky hotel, spend a night or two somewhere out of town. Lovely. Yeah, have you been away, Dewey? I have been away recently. Um, but do you ever go into a hotel and just think, just kind of be plagued by the idea of whatever has come before you in this hotel? Well, look, I, I, I am, but I'm a very dirty person, so I don't care. Like, it does, it does run through my head that the yeah. mattress is soaked and all sorts of stuff and, and you know, who, what's going on in the bathroom. But I, I, I don't really care because I'm so unhygienic. I once went to a hotel where <clears throat> an NRL player had disgraced themselves a few months before 
And on, oh, I was terrified. Like all, uh, any, of there could germs. be any hotel. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the famous ones. I can't remember the details. Right. Now, were, were there were there pubes in the drinking glass and that sort of stuff? And yeah, I certainly checked the hall for uh, for, for stray stools. And uh, well, mm. and I have been. You know, sometimes you're occasionally there when they're doing the changeover and and stuff like that. You know, between mm. nights, and it does take about eleven seconds, doesn't it, to sort of clean yeah. a hotel room? <laughs> Amazing. I've yeah, compared to when you clean at home, it yeah. takes like all day. Oh, yeah. They managed to clean the whole room in eleven seconds. And they spent a lot of time, kind of like tucking, you know, sheets into a bed in such a way that you can't possibly sleep in that bed. And mm, I don't no. know, very little scissors. To, I, you got to take scissors. Oh, yeah, to cut, cut the sheets out. Well, I was just reading a, a thing in the news today about um, a guy who visited a hotel and he made the sort of mistake or possibly genius move of opening the coffee machine. Oh, no. And he found mm. a Petri dish of mould and fungus. What, an actual dish, like from a science lab? Well, that's what it says. I mean, maybe that's more of a metaphor. Like maybe it was just like how much was like a biosphere was growing at the bottom of the coffee machine. Well, well, I do. I do. I think about that in the kettle because I'm not a coffee man. I'm a tea guy, right? Cause yeah. Because I'm, I'm an inner city wuss. But, but I always boil the kettle. And I do think, uh, is the boiling going to kill all the bad stuff in this hotel kettle or not? Well, you'd ha- uh, yeah, I mean, you'd have to, maybe we just need to boil hotel rooms before we go in. But look, one triple three five three. I want to know, what's the grossest thing you've ever found in a hotel or a motel or something like that? Yeah, and look, oh. stories about footy, absolutely welcome. I But I get this because I have a coffee machine, like an espresso machine, that I often forget to clean. And it's true, life finds a way, Zoe. Uh, <laughs> when, you, when you flip that thing up, the amount of stuff that's growing, what was actually in his? Well, it just said mold and fungus. I don't know if it was if it was taken to a lab to you know test if it was um you know uh, creatures or maybe he'd created a whole new species. Maybe it's going to be you know the subject of a sci-fi film. I don't really know. Water bears. But yeah, water bears. We're talking about them yesterday. The most indestructible creatures in the world. Possibly they were growing in this coffee machine. But look, one triple three five three. I want to know the grossest thing you found in a hotel room. Yes, chase the lines open now. One triple three five three. Let's go straight to Mal from George's Hall. Mal, what have you found in a hotel? Um, a pair of underwear in a kettle. <laughs> That's awesome. In a kettle. Did you say in the kettle? In the kettle. Do you think it's a good so- way to make a cup of tea? It is yeah. also a good way to wash your undies, I guess. I mean, if you boiled I them. Think that's what they were actually doing. Because I've actually done that in a spa bath. I've put, you know, in a hotel, I've put all my clothes, because, you know, it's got the bubbles, it what? spins around. <laughs> you haven't, don't you? are now the yeah. worst person in this entire story. <laughs> I don't know okay, which is worse. It's an interesting effect when you come home from a long day, you go back to the motel, you want a cup of tea, you go to boil the kettle, and it's like, uh, no, I don't want that. That's amazing. Have you ever tried underwear tea, though, Mal? You might be missing out on something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look well, out for the tea, the too. Tea anyway. All right, thanks, mate. We've got a Libby. Libby, uh, stories about hotel rooms and what you've found. I think you've got a bunch of them. Um, yeah, I used to work in hotels. I used to be a, a maid in a few oh. big hotels. You must be very good um, at hospital corners. Uh, I do. Let me just tell you the first thing, a hint. Never, ever drink out of the glasses because <gasps> they are cleaned with the dirty hand towels. They're, they're, um, <laughs> <laughs> No! Um, oh, okay. absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we use the dirty linen to dry stuff. <gasps> oh, Yuck. how interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my so, God. Noted. Libby, any other heartbreaking things to tell us? Um, well, the grossest thing was that um, uh, I used to work a certain floor and a lady came out of a room and barked at me to come and do a service on her room and um, I sort of dropped everything and went in there and... I pulled all the sheets back 
uh, to change the sheets and there was a pair of undies in the bottom of the end of the bed full of her number two. Oh, did you oh, make well, tea out of them in the kettle? Oh. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Oh, Libby, oh, I'm so sorry. Ordinary. Oh, dear. I I'm, I'm... sheets up and they went straight in the bin. <laughs> I bet they did. Wow. Do you still work in that industry or did you run away no, screaming? No. I ran away screaming. I could tell you more stories than you can imagine. You but should yeah. write a book. And, and so just to be clear, you did you use those sheets to then dry the glasses? <laughs> <laughs> <That's gross>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have, just to teach her a lesson. Yeah, you should have. All right, Pete from Toon Gabby, we're talking huh? about gross things we found in hotel oh, rooms. Can't take What's your anymore. story? Oh, uh, yeah, how are you going? Yeah, good. Um, love the show, by the way. Thank you. Um, I was coming home late one night, uh, dying for a cup of coffee, stopped at a servo, Went to the machine, made myself a cup of coffee, went to pay for it, and between the coffee machine and the counter, I had a sip, and uh, I could not describe what this coffee tasted like. It was just, it tasted like legs and wings. Oh! And I'm, not talking, I'm not talking chickens. <laughs> and, uh, was it like, Ooh, a, are you sure? And it was just chockers full of cockroaches. Wow. Are you sure that's not just a new hipster craze? Oh, cockroach oh, no, coffee. No, 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 it's not my thing, you know? <laughs> Oh. Full of cockroach. Uh, like, how many cockroaches? The guy didn't even want to refund my money. <gasps> that's that. the thing that offended me, but it was one of the most gross things I've ever had. I've never had a cup of coffee from a takeaway place. Kind of want to try cockroach coffee now. Let's go to Craig in Riverstone. We're talking about gross things you found in hotels. By the way, if you've got a story, one triple three five three is the number. Hey, Craig, what have you found in a hotel? Okay, guys, look, this is really going to put you off your, off your coffee, this one. Oh. Um, I went in a... Um, Sprint car tour Easter Trail um, about five years ago down South Australia. Hmm. Stayed at the hotel there, and I thought, you know, I have a coffee, but I didn't know how long the water had been in there. So I thought I'd empty the kettle first. Thank God I did. There was a huge franger inside <gasps> the kettle. In the kettle? Oh, in the kettle. dear. Yeah. In, in I the mean, kettle. You, don't, you don't clean it. You just throw it away. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, look, guys, look, I like a cappuccino. I like any girl. That's the type of foam I can use without. Thank you. Wow. wow. Jesus. I yeah. mean, that's extraordinary. Imagine having sex with a kettle. <laughs> but, but at least at least he did it safely. That's right. And you can't steam clean them and use them again. Let's be very clear. Oh, that is gross. Thank you, Craig. Let's go to Daniel in uh, Riverstone. Hey, Daniel, what have you found hey, in mate. hotels? Mate, I used to work in them as well. It's cleaning rooms and uh, from three-star to five-star, many different ones. Uh, backing up that lady before about the glasses, but it didn't <gasps> just go there. It didn't just go there. It was normally... All the utensils, teaspoons, cups, glasses, and this is the worst bit. The towel that was used was normally from the guest before that was left over, and those towels were also used to dry the toilet, the shower, the bathtub, the sink, and everything. And that's pretty much across the board, eh? No. So that's an industry standard. Yeah, pretty much. You're not supposed to, but... Yeah, even even the, the sponge and the scourer that is used to wash the cups and glasses, they use that to wash the bathtub with. Hey, I'm amazed I'm alive after having stayed in a hotel. Yeah, like, and that's that's pretty standard across all of them. Oh, that's pretty funny, Daniel. Thank you for that. I, I think I'm never ever travelling again. <laughs> well, I, I hope not, Dummy. The worst I ever had, because I went on this uh, tour with the Chaser. We did shows, you know, all over Australia a couple of times. Worst thing I ever found in a hotel room. Dom. Ah. Very briefly before we go. Cat's pajamas or cat's piss. 
Zoe and Andrew, a Chinese car maker has come up with a car that has more doors than seats. It's got six <laughs> seats and nine doors. Are you interested? No. <laughs> no, Zoe? Oh, no. no, I love it. This is the thing that frustrates me about my car. Not enough doors to get to get in and out. Like I want to get out through the back, the front, over the bonnet. <laughs> Where are these extra doors, Donnie? They're kind of like wings um, on the top. They're kind of like glass wings that flick up. And the idea is it's a six-seater, so you kind of just sort of shimmy straight in rather than having to sort of go backwards and forwards. Even even a bus only has two doors. It's got like 50 seats. There's so many better things you could do to a car than give it nine doors. (laughs) Yes, it should have video games in it, not doors. Radio Chaser on Triple M.